Hi guys. Hello. Hi, we are back in full effect. <laughs> hey. I'm gonna bring back, gonna bring back hey. the 80s. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so how have you been? Been pretty good, you know, yes. just We'll have a new president and vice president when this podcast airs. So that's just oh as exciting gosh. as yes. it is nerve-wracking. Very, so. very exciting. I think tomorrow I'm going to put on my uh, pearls for, for Kamala. Yeah. So, oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So. Prayers for a smooth transition of power. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, prayers, prayers, prayers. So mm-hmm. I think, I, you know, I think I'm more nervous about tomorrow than I was for Obama. And remember when Obama got out the car and started walking and everybody just held our breath? Yes. Like, yes, like I yes. just, I, like, like tomorrow, I feel even more nervous. Like, it's and so you know crazy. what's interesting? I think a lot of people feel more nervous, but I think I don't feel as much as nervous because I'm kind of like, if them white people didn't shoot Obama down the minute he was inaugurated, then I think that they'll let <sighs> this one go. I mean, although now today it's bolder and people are different, yes, but yes, I'm like, they yes. let a black man be president and he made yeah. it. Yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. it's going to be okay. I just wish that everything was virtual and that things were not in person. But I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But yeah. Shout out. Did you do anything special for for your uh, Delta Sigma Theta Founders Day? Just me and my line sister spoke and kind of caught up and stuff. You know, she lives in Maryland where mm-hmm. I'm from and I'm here. So just, you know, kind of our bonding and conversation and stuff. So that's probably, it's just the two of us, me and her. <laughs> we oh, have okay. one, one LF, so we're very close. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I did the same. I spoke to probably about eight of, eight of my line sisters. There were 10 of us. Okay. So I, so I spoke to them um, on our 101st. Founders Day, and it's still kind of bittersweet because we really didn't get to do anything for oh, yeah Afro Centennial in in the summer months, but um, still we had a really good time talking mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. shout out to our sister Greek Kamala, uh, we are so excited for you, and and we can't wait to see you. You know walk up there. I wonder what color she's going to wear tomorrow. I know. I know she better redeem herself since that Vogue cover and stuff, but <laughs> I'm just she's going to have a great stylist. I wonder if she's going to yeah. put a couple bundles in her hair. I think she should. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think she should. But anyway, last week, we, we had some hot, a lot of hot, to- lot of hot topics going on. We talked yeah, about craziness with Nick Cannon having a baby and then uh-huh. Jessica White um, revealing that she had a miscarriage and we you know talked about Lori Harvey dating Michael B. Jordan and making it official and they're still um, going strong still mm-hmm. going strong it seems and you know for what it's worth um... right I mean I know that was just last week this is Hollywood <laughs> anything can happen in a week Hollywood's a long time a week is a long time in Hollywood so. right so for what it's worth she seems extremely happy and they look great yes. together so yes mm-hmm. you know hope that goes well um, we in our last episode it was entitled All Things Boogie Down Bridgerton. Uh, we <laughs> talked about I don't know why I came up with it, <laughs> but we talked about Bridgerton and our love of Bridgerton, which by the way is going to be like renewed for like eight seasons. I think we talked about that. Oh, um, I can't wait! So, yeah, it's going to be so good. I, I have a feeling that they're going to expound upon some things maybe take some creative license with a few things yeah um, but i think it's gonna be really really good i wonder I just if can't... it's gonna go in order of the books and if it does see, what would be number two or do you, see, do you know see the first the first season kind of mixed up several of the books 
Oh, so it, it's, the first it's, book wasn't all about the Duke and it um, was, it was primarily okay. about the Duke and, and the Duchess, mm-hmm. but it kind of mixed up some of the other books, especially, um, you know, about um, the young lady who was pregnant. Oh, that was a separate story. Yeah, okay. that was a separate story in a book. Miss um, Thompson, who was pregnant and everything. Um, but that was a separate book. And then okay. Eloise mm-hmm. gets her own book. And uh, uh, Miss Featherington gets her own book. So everybody. So they kind of, they teased all those plots. Yeah, while they the teased Duke and Duchess plots. were the main. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really main. looking forward to kind of And last week, y'all, pardon me, the man's name is Reggae Jean Page. I say Reggie Jean Page. Oh, okay. It's, it's actually reggae, like the like the music, reggae. Oh, I would have thought it was Page. a soft G. So, okay, no, thank you for that. Reggae Jean Page. And he's okay. just a delightful thing to look at. Yeah, um, he's very but... dreamy. Very dreamy <laughs> reggae. Okay. Very, very, very <laughs> dreamy. Mm-hmm. Very dreamy. So uh, we we are definitely team um Duke of Shonda, Hastings please here. don't make us wait a full year or even please don't. six months. Please, please Shonda, don't. don't do us like this, girl. Uh, especially like given that. that especially given that everybody's over there in England anyway. They're pretty uh-huh. much quarantined. So just exactly. Shoot the damn, mm-hmm. the damn season already. You know? We need this right now for the culture. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> the culture. Yes, mm-hmm. and so in the reading romance, um, we talked about um, remembering Eric Jerome Dickey who had passed away. Yes, and I yes. gave some of my favorite um, friends and lovers, sister, sister, and milk in my coffee. And I actually talked about another one, a uh, debut novel, um, Honey Girl by Morgan Rogers. So mm-hmm. that that was pretty much it for last um episode of, but we really talked about Bridgerton. It was a, a love fest for Bridgerton. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Yakini, what are the hot topics in romance this week? Well, so Nick Cannon is back in the news. <laughs> I just thought it was fun to bring him up again. <laughs> Number one, because I, I like Nick Cannon. Just yeah. as he is so charming and boy next door, he also is quite the debonair guy that all the women want. So just last week, as you just recap, we were talking about how he recently mm-hmm. had a baby um, mm-hmm. with the, the model. I don't remember her name. Mm-hmm. Um, and that caused Jessica White to part ways with him. She was hurt because they were trying to conceive and then she had a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and so most recently he got back with his ex-girlfriend named Lanisha Cole. She's like an Instagram model and she's done yeah, some roles. She's story. had some acting roles. Pretty girl. But I'm not sure how serious they are at this point. I know that they are reunited, but she just got a tattoo on her body that says King Cannon. So they went and got tattoos together and they both revealed theirs. Hers said King Cannon. His did not have her name. So I'm just saying, I don't know what he's, what all he's slinging and stuff, but he really has these women under a spell. The King Cannon spell. So yeah, shout out to Nick. I just like, I guess, what? you know, just, I don't know. <laughs> oh shout out to Nick. He is doing it. And yeah, that's that. So I don't, I don't know. I guess him and Lanisha are going to be a little item for, for now and stuff. So uh, I think I know who she is. She's a very attractive young lady. Um, she I think, is. I'm looking at her Instagram now. She's really, really pretty. She's dark, a really pretty. Yes, that's yeah. what I was about to say. Pretty brown girl. And mm-hmm. um, let's see if I can find a picture of this King Cannon tattoo. I don't know what she was thinking with that. Um, oh, there it is. King Cannon. I can't tell where that fold is. He's getting his. Let me see. It doesn't say her name. 
it's pretty. It's not like on the lower back, so. Oh, oh is it on her God. shoulder? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just kind of feel like how how solid is this relationship for you to be getting tattoos and stuff, oh, girl? I love my husband, and I love, yeah. I, you know, I told him, I said, I'd never get a tattoo with your name. There's mm-hmm. no way. I said, I would definitely get a tattoo with my daughter. That's not mm-hmm. your case, but mm-hmm. like, no way. There's no way. Mm-mm. I guess people today feel like it can be covered up or removed. It's painful, I think, when they do the removal or the cover up. It is up, extremely like, painful. Yeah, I've, I've had I've had two cover ups. Oh, okay, and it's 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 worse to get it covered up because you're using more it. ink and color mm-hmm, and all that, right? Mm-hmm. I know Adrian Bylon back when I used to watch the real before they got rid of Tamar and I stopped watching it. But anyway, Adrian Bylon used to talk about how just you know uncomfortable it was that she had what was the Kardashian brothers' name? Rob. Rob. Yeah, I think she had Rob on like a tramp stamp area or whatever, her lower back. And just how awkward that was when dating someone new, you know, to have that. Because obviously, you know, it's just, you know, so she basically had removed hers or covered it or whatever. So, yeah, that's a very, mm-hmm. a very serious, permanent decision. So, anyway, shout out to you, Nick and... um Lanisha, okay. We wish you guys the best. I guess I will say I like this about I will say this about Nick Cannon. He is diverse in his his uh dating of black women. He they is. go from light to dark, honey. So I appreciate that. He loves I appreciate all the women. That. He loves all the women. All he doesn't just say he does. He really does. He just appreciates a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, so I just girl. had a flash. I wasn't even planning <laughs> to talk about this, but. He's he's dated a variety of women like Bow Wow. And you know, Bow Wow's now coming out with an album featuring a song about each of his relationships. Jesus Did you hear my. about that? Jesus so my. he's gonna do like a song about Christina Million. He's gonna do one about like all the women. It's just like I don't watch well, going to hip hop. I'm like, how do these women feel about that? Are they okay with this? So he said he's spilling all the tea in each of the songs and he said this is his way. He's kind of paying homage to the relationship and working through process and whatever he needs to do. He's gonna talk about Sierra too? Of course, of course he is. You know, Sierra. So it's gonna be a whole song. Each each girl on the album is gonna get a whole song. So that should be really interesting. That should be interesting. Uh, yeah so but in (laughs) in other news i don't know if you've been following it but you know wendy williams did lose her mom um back in october really really sad miss shirley who we loved and so her brother randomly decided to blast her on a youtube video talking all this stuff about how you know wendy's fake she didn't even come to the funeral but her ex-husband did and all this stuff and wendy doesn't you know she usually prefers not to really address her personal business on the show though she's been more open Mm -hmm. in recent years but you know she kind of spoke directly to her brother to the camera and it just got like really greasy and you know and she was just like look I know your dirt. I know your secrets. You and your wife, you might want to be careful basically and tread lightly because I know basically where the, the skeletons Jesus. are buried. And she was alluding to like possible, like maybe he's an, he's on the DL. Like she was kind of alluding to allegedly, you know, to a bunch of things. So oh it was just a shame. And so then, so that was yesterday. Then today she spoke on it again and said, this is the last time I'll be addressing this. And so she said, you know, how dare he say I didn't go to the funeral because I did go. Number one, if she had not gone to the funeral, 
I wasn't going to judge that. Do you know what I mean? Because we all process yeah, yeah, differently. Yeah, yeah it, it might have been something that she just wasn't able to do. But she actually said, no, I went to the funeral. My mom looked beautiful. You know, she was wearing the cheetah dress we picked out and the shade of pink lipstick. And she was talking about the funeral and about how her brother got into a fist fight with this <gasps> younger family member and how her ex-husband, Big Kev, really stepped up. And really kind of helped and was there for them. And they ended up leaving the funeral, Big Kev, Lil Kev, and her. And kind of just went out to dinner as a family to reconnect. And even had a conversation, her and Big Kev, about not letting bygones be bygones. Because, you know, he really did a lot of bad things. But just kind of in the name of the family, in the name of their son, can we kind of maybe put some of that beef to the side and just be a family and be, and I thought that was a beautiful thing because sometimes with like a death is like a new beginning and just yeah. like, you know, a blossoming of a possible friend. I thought that was wonderful. Cause I've always yeah. been of the Nick Cannon, Mariah Carey camp where you don't have to have beef with your ex, especially if you share children for the good yeah. of the kids. Like yeah. I just have nothing but love and light in my heart for my ex. And I, I've always, any person who I date after that, they have to understand, like we'll always be friends and a family and we'll do things together. We'll have celebrations together and other traditions and it's no romantic love whatsoever on either end but this is how we're choosing to be the adults for our kids and so yeah Wendy and, and Big Kev kind of came to this truth and I thought that was really cool and she was crying and stuff that's on the show good. today yeah she was very open mm-hmm. that's good that's yeah good. it was and last but not least you probably have heard by now but I'm very Devastated to report that this will be the last final season of Insecure. I know. It left us in such a good cliffhanger, too, because remember, Lawrence got um, Condola pregnant. Him and Issa (laughs) broke up, and he did start dating Condola. Is that her name, Condola? Yeah, Condola. Okay, so she it didn't work out right they kind of were too different I think she was like divorced and he was kind of he had gotten he liked Issa he was conflicted but anyway she's Mm -hmm. pregnant she's keeping it and I don't think he had told had he told Issa yes he did he did tell Issa yes like what is that what does this mean for us it was you a know, weird thing, though. When they started to get back weird. together, it didn't feel right. I don't know. It didn't, it didn't feel right for me either. It just all happened too perfectly, still, given I'm everything. Still, I'm still you team, know. Um, Nathan, but, you know, that's just I my love bias. Nathan. I love that's Nathan. I'm team bias. Nathan as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so we're going to wait to kind of get more into Insecure when the season starts. Because we just I have so much I want to say about them, about Molly and her an Asian Bay, I forget his name, they but they did, did. Did they? How did it end? They broke up, right? Because she. Like a I think they broke up. He was like, "Look, if you can't deal with certain things, we just we, we just need to part ways." She just had so many kind of issues. I mean, it was just a lot. Yeah, but yeah, yeah we'll we'll get into that when the season um start. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. so basically, Issa said, "I think it's been five seasons." She said in a statement that it was always her dream to do five seasons of the show. So she says that she feels she's very happy. All of our questions will be answered. We'll mm-hmm. feel satiated. I think that we're going to get a few extra episodes. I forgot how many episodes this season's going to be. And yeah. so after this, she hasn't talked about her next acting projects. But she will be offering an online course called Masterclass. And the Mm -hmm. purpose is to help just other 
um, content creators and just creatives in general develop their craft, reach their dream, you know, not take no for an answer. The door is going to be shut in your face over and over and just kind of how to push through that and keep it going. So it's pretty affordable. I think it's like under $200 for like eight to 10 sessions Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. And it sounds very dope, very bomb that she's kind of giving back in this way. But Issa, we want to see you on the screen and we want to know what your next project. Well, I didn't love her. I haven't loved her movies. They're cute, but Insecure is just so good. So yeah, yeah the, the I photograph don't know. left me wanting a little more. Um, yeah, it was, same it was, with the other rom-com, yeah. the murder yeah, mystery, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't. Did you hear? Like, does she? Did she, Is she choosing to walk away after five seasons, or are they ending her contract after five? And she's kind of saying, "I'm good with that." Away. I think she wants to go out on top. So she could have walking away. She could have done another five seasons and gone out on top. <laughs> yeah, she's actually going out on top. I mean, I respect that because you don't ever want it to get to a point where, you know, people are like, "Come on now, they already done this." Da, 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 da. But she mm. could really give us like another two seasons. Ugh, but I respect it. I respect it, girl. But yeah, yeah. that that's that's gonna suck. So, looking forward to the next and final season. I don't know when that premieres. Do you? Um, I think it's going to be probably a March, kind of a mid-season okay. thing. So I think it's going to be March. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to do COVID and masks and all that. Maybe, maybe uh, not. Maybe, maybe. They, they probably should touch on it a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I know shows I've watched this past season, they've kind of but um, touched on it. But they have also been medical shows. I know This Is Us definitely kind of went head first into it. Oh, did they? Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, mm-hmm. they definitely had some um, talked about it and stuff like it's that. It's a weird so. thing to not, but you know, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And a medical show, one of the medical shows I watched, mm-hmm. they touched on it for like the first two episodes and they said, they actually had a disclaimer. It was like, look, we're going to proceed on as if COVID has resolved itself. But okay. please know that we respect what's going on. You know, what, you know, we know people are dying. Yes. Some of the stuff might be triggering. So, you know, mm-hmm. but we want to just be able to show, mm-hmm. you know, maybe mm-hmm. a hopeful time, a world without having COVID. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Anyway, are you yep. rooting for Molly and Issa to get back to where their friendship was? That's my last um, question about it. You know, I think they have a toxic relationship. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so if they don't become as cool as they were before, I'm good with that. Uh huh. And and because I feel like people was like Molly's so toxic, Molly's so toxic to Issa. But then I was like, "Mm, it's chit for chat. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I feel like they They both come with their issues. Yeah. Right. They're toxic to each other. So if they don't get together, Mm -hmm. exactly. It's not all on Molly. So if they don't get back together as tight friends, you know, Mm -hmm. I understand that I've been in that position where I've not I've not you know, I've had a friend that I was like really, 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 really down with. Me and too. Something, ha- something happened. I'm like, you know what? I'm cool off of you. I, you know, we'll yeah. speak when I, I speak when I see you, but I'm really cool off of you. And I think that's healthy. I mean, I believe I in, you know, people are in our lifetime for a reason, a season or a lifetime, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and I think that friendships and can evolve. Any relationships can evolve. And that's right. not just when we're younger and teenagers and 20s. You can be in your 30s and 40s and realize that maybe I'm in a new place now. It might be that you're divorced or newly married and that other person 
didn't come along, you know, mentally on the journey with you and you just need to go your separate ways. And I think that's, if that's what you need for your mental health, then that's what you need. And I don't see anything wrong with it. Not no big falling out, cursing each other out, F-U-B. No, just kind of (laughs) as adults, kind of maybe you grow apart and maybe you come back together and maybe you don't. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm also good on it. Because to me, even when they were reuniting, things felt strained. You know, they weren't talking about it. I said we weren't going to get into this child. Look at me getting into it. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, no, I would be totally good. I would, you know, Molly needs, I'm glad that Molly's seeing a therapist. I hope she continues Mm -hmm. to do that because we all can benefit from that. Mm -hmm. And I, I know we had mentioned that we wanted to see, um, them go a little bit more into Amanda Seals, uh, postpartum. That's if she's even back for the final season. And I hope that she is, but yeah, there's a lot of areas that I'm hoping Issa does right by us as they kind of, you know, close out the series and stuff. A lot of loose ends. I know know Amanda Seals and Issa had some kind of, that's why I said, if she even comes back, I really, I really hope that they, because I think she brings something special to the show. And I think, I think I like Amanda Seals because her character on the show is so different than who she is in real life. Like she's, you know, she's so prissy and bougie and, and, and just so not who she is, which is really Mm -hmm. like a woke sister. Like I really, I like both characters because I have a little bit of the real Amanda Seals in me. And I have a little bit of (laughs) the the bougie, I forget her name (laughs) on the show. Tiffany, Tiffany, it would be Tiffany. So yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. I can't wait for the season. I hope it, I hope it's around the corner. So that's all I've got in Hot Topics, girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, those are some good hot topics. But you know what? That's an excellent segue into what we're going to be talking about, which is toxic TV couples. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break and come back, and we're going to probably uh, be talking about one of your favorite uh, toxic TV couples. Um, I won't spoil it for you, but um, you're, we'll have a lot to say about <laughs> it. So uh, come back and join us right after the break. Uh, Yakini, so um, what we decided to do a, a little series on the podcast, and we're calling it Toxic TV Couples Goals or Nah. And so, exactly, <laughs> we're, we're talking about some of your favorite uh fictional TV couples, um, that we've seen o- over the past you know years that we've grown to love and kind of hold up as like the gold standard of of relationships. But are they really the gold standard of relationships is what we're saying. So we're going to be taking a hard look at some of our favorite uh, um, couples. TV romances, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. TV romances that we Mm -hmm. uh, like. So this week, we're going to do it for the whole month of um, starting now to the month of February to Valentine's Day. So we're going to um, talk about this week, uh, one of our favorite couples of all time, that is Whitley Gilbert and Dwayne Wayne. Woohoo! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a different world. <laughs> Love that show. Oh. oh my God. So yeah, so we are we are a generation of, of women who grew up on a different world, the Cosby show things like that and you know from the very first season when Lisa Bonet's character went to the fictitious Hillman College Mm -hmm. um which was supposed to be like in Virginia so it's sort of like Hampton you know what I mean 
in Virginia, mm-hmm. kind of like a cross between Hampton and Howard. But don't tell people from Hampton or Howard that. Right. Um, um, they get to fighting about which one is the basis of. Well, Spelmanites think it's them too, Kilman, yeah. Spelman. And, and so, so I think everyone and, wants a and, piece. And so, yeah. does, so do we at Clark Atlanta graduates oh, really? because, because they filmed <laughs> some of it there too on the side. Oh, so gosh. look, all of, right. us, all of us became a little piece. Of That's right. Exactly. Because they filmed a lot of the stills on our campus uh. as well. So anyway, <laughs> um, everybody, you know, from, from the beginning of time have rooted for Dwayne and Whitley. But there's yes. a little background. Dwayne yeah. Wayne, when he first got to Hillman College, was all enamored with Lisa Bonet's character. Yes, yes. And uh, apparently Dwayne Wayne has a thing for light-skinned chicks. So Clearly. let's talk about the colorism because the brother only dated light-skinned chicks right. the whole series. Okay? Period. Number period. One, period. Even when they weren't Lisa Bonet or Whitley. That's who I mean, he was coveting, yeah. He knew, remember Key Nunu? So, of course, <laughs> yes. Right, Nunu. exactly. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, we, you know, there's been some, some, you know, revision, people revisiting the, the, the series since we've been home from quarantine. A lot of folks have been looking at old episodes of our favorite shows. Yes. So whether it's in a different world or girlfriend, sex in the city, all these other shows, you know, even looking at, we were talking about insecure past season of insecure, mm-hmm. um, talking about our favorite couples and, you know, were they really goals? Were they not goals? And there was a lot of controversy over the past couple of months about were really were Dwayne Wayne and Whitley Gilbert Wayne really couple goals or just right. to- toxicity mass mm-hmm. So we're gonna delve <sighs> into that. Uh, you know, yes. do we think Whitley? So Yakini and I have our own opinion about it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We, we we kind of fare on the same side, but some people may not feel the same that that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. we're just getting out there. First of all, we don't think Whitley and Dwayne Wayne are goals. Period. Uh, period. No, no. <laughs> and I gotta say, and, and this is a recent revelation for me. I'm gonna be honest about that. Mm-hmm. Because if anyone had asked me this same time, let's say two years ago, and said, What is one of your favorite scenes, hands down, in mm-hmm. a scripted rom com? I would have cited the episode, which was, I think, season five, where Whitley was preparing to marry Byron. And mm-hmm. Dwayne dramatically runs down the aisle, crashing the wedding when they say, you know, speak now, forever, hold your peace. Whitley, please, baby, baby, please. And I, I, I would get teary-eyed because it was just so romantic, such a big gesture. What woman wouldn't want a man who would crash a wedding for her and fight for her and be crying and screaming and getting on his knees and completely humiliating herself? Like, is that not goals? Is that not love, right, the most right. romantic thing you've ever right, seen? Right. And that scene was always like goals to be like, oh my God, how romantic. And then she leaves Byron at the altar, runs into his arms. She apologized to Byron for wasting his time and then runs into his arms and they kind of run off into the sunset. And it wasn't until recent years, as you stated, that I really, when you break it down and and dissect Mm -hmm. it, that Mm -hmm. you're like, wait a minute, let's really look into this. Is this really goals? Like, or is this something, is he trash and is he toxic? Was the relationship toxic? Whew, let me hand it back to you. But yes, I just <laughs> wanted to be honest about that because I didn't all I didn't always see the light, child. Let's talk about mm-hmm. it from the beginning. So when when Whitley and mm-hmm. Dwayne first met, they, they they were always at odds with each other. You know, right. he thought she was stuck up and bougie. 
Yes. She thought he had no class and manners. Yes, um, yes. So he used to make fun of her. He thought she was just kind of ditzy and airhead, that she was only at Hillman because her family had money. He just really didn't respect her. He didn't respect her. He didn't respect her intelligence. You know, she always wanted to, you know, be working in an art gallery. And she had a lot of talents and gifts. And she Mm -hmm. came from, you know, a very high pedigree. So really, they were not equally yoked in many ways. But he saw himself as her intellectual superior. And she's just this. And and remember, her character changed a little bit. She did kind of go from a little bit more superficial, caring only about debutante stuff, to having more substance. But that's Mm -hmm. fine. Characters Mm -hmm. evolve. But and yes, Colin as you said, do that to you, where too. you find yourself and yes, who you are. Yes, yes. But yes, while he was coming, you know, sweating Lisa Bonet, who wasn't giving him the time of day, he and definitely and you know, <laughs> right, exactly. But yes, he wasn't checking for Whitley, and it wasn't until Lisa Bonet left that then he turned his sights on Whitley. And when you look back at it and really peel it back, she was a challenge to him because she made it very clear that. He was not her type. And that was not just about financially speaking, but just in terms of his goals and what he wanted to do and the way he carried himself. And he was goofy and silly. And that wasn't what she wanted. And of course, like... Yeah, yeah. let's take that back. And also remember when Freddie came, Freddie was totally enamored with Wayne. Yeah, she was. She was the one who had a crush on him. She would have been a better... I think she would have been a better pairing with Dwayne. Yeah. They were more equally yoked. I agree. They were more equally yoked. Even though she was more free-spirited and everything. And she wanted him and really liked him for who he was. Mm -hmm. Whereas Whitley, that wasn't her type. And if we're being completely honest, to be with someone like Dwayne, before, you know, sometimes with with women, sometimes if a guy's funny and silly enough, he starts to kind of crack us and we may like it a little bit. And then you kind of start to have a crush on him. He, she became such a prize for him to chase that he did wear her down eventually with his persistence and mm-hmm. his advances. And so mm-hmm. she did kind of say, what is this guy talking about? Let me give him, let me see what all he's talking about. But see, that's but, the thing. I feel like it wasn't like, a, it wasn't romantic, like pursuing. It was like wearing her down to the point where yeah. like, like. Not only wearing point- her down, but posing as like not posing, but like he was kind of the nice guy, the goofy friend who she could talk to about things and, and open up to. And sometimes mm-hmm. those types of guys are getting that information and then they're taking notes so that then when they pursue you, they kind of know mm-hmm. your vulnerabilities and they know this guy hurt you and your last man did this and I'm going to make sure not to do that. So he also, was kind of like yeah, the nice yeah. nerdy guy, but yeah. yeah. And if we're also mm-hmm. talking about intellect, also talking about equals, to be quite honest, Ron was more of her equal as well. Because Correct. Ron came from money. Ron, yes. you know, was a, a Capilamba new legacy. Yes. Ron, you know, had you know knew about the things that Whitley was about as well. So Whitley yeah. was like this, you know, debutante. You know, if we had an equivalent like a Jack and Jill, yeah, um, type of thing. Her daddy was a judge. Her mama was a yes. socialite. Um, and Dwayne knew those things. And, and those I things. feel like like a typical kind of a lot of these guys now, they make you feel like there's something wrong with you wrong for with kind that. of what yeah. you want. You know, he knew he was out of her league. And so instead of kind of acknowledging that and backing off and letting her be with a man who was kind of more equally yoked with her, he instead was kind of putting her down for, for the things that she wanted, for the type of man she wanted, for the lifestyle that she wanted. I and love, making yeah. her seem like that's unreasonable 
or unrealistic or selfish or stuck up when in reality she wanted what she wanted. And as women, we're allowed to have whatever goals we want and we shouldn't have to settle because someone is making us feel bad. That's the age old, you know, phenomenon where black women are made to feel like we're asking for too much. Like we don't deserve that, whether it's luxury, whether it's some just to be treated, you know, in a very special way. And he kind of clowned her for that. Yeah, he you made know. her feel like the Guilty. lifestyle that she was accustomed to was just like, why do you want you want that? You know that famous line she says where he's like, um, she you know he asked her what kind of man you want. She said, I want a man like this. I want a man. I want a man that's ambitious. Blah blah. Yes. blah. Said, what is he for? She said, Oh no, baby, a man who's like that is never is never poor. 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 Yes. Like, yes. 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 But true. he didn't get it. He didn't get he didn't it. Get and it. she was already thinking bigger than he was. Like a man like that. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He get, he, I don't think he got it until literally the last season of the show. Yeah. That yeah. he realized, okay, my ambitions need to take me higher because I yeah. only do I deserve more. Whitley deserves more too. So basically, to feel, yes. Feel that Whitley was in a position that she was in, teaching yes. and doing all this stuff, but kind of not living the life that she wanted to. Because he was like, oh, I, baby, I wish I could buy you this, I buy you that. I'm yes. like, Negro, you could have bought her all that. And yeah. Yeah. Job and went to Kamishiwa in the first place. Correct. Correct. And, she know, basically leveled him up. Yeah, she, she leveled did. him up. So not to compare him to like Steve Urkel, Jalil White, Stefan transformation, but he mm-hmm. did go. And of course, like you said, this is also kind of what we go through in college. But he went through like this dorky kind of geeky guy with the flip up glasses to a very handsome, mature right. man who, you know, he kind of grew into himself. But I think mm-hmm. also a part of that is her, him being with a real woman like her mm-hmm. made him step up his game. So mm-hmm. in a way, he started to get more respect and more clout on campus and with right. himself because of her. So right. she kind of lowered herself to meet him where he was and he raised himself. And meanwhile, she has people constantly pursuing her who are, who are men of equality. So, mm-hmm. so Dwayne, throughout the relationship and through the seasons, he loves her, but he's still conflicted. He's still young-minded in a way. Yes, so there's very. several times where he messes up, where he Fs up, mm-hmm. you know, so where he's times. not sure <laughs> this is what he wants. They they had several breakups where I think she was several. going away on an internship and he's mm-hmm. conflicted, talking to Ron. Can we can we survive this breakup? Do I really want this? This is getting serious. And Ron's kind of like, are you crazy? Like, it's Whitley. Like, right, maybe right. you don't deserve her, you know? Right, so right, Whitley, right. Whitley happens to overhear that conversation. It leads mm-hmm. to them deciding, she decides to take a break, breaks up with mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And that allowed her to date other people. Because, you know, in college, it's like, if you meet your partner, fine. But that's the time that you are supposed to date and, and really see what's out there. And when you yes. get stuck on one person, you almost, you rob yourself. So mm-hmm. during this breakup, she had the opportunity. I think, I don't know if that's when she met Julian, you know, and he was I think a she nice met, guy. Yeah, she met Julian in between like a summer thing because they yes. kind of, their families kind of knew each other or whatever. And again, another uh-huh. young man who's equally yes. yoked, knows yes. what he wants, wants to kind of lock it down, whereas Dwayne doesn't know what he wants and doesn't mm-hmm. want to, you know, mm-hmm. so what, the, and another, this is what makes Dwayne a fuck boy, basically, because he <laughs> yes. wasn't out there like effing around, but like every time Whitley met someone and had the possibility of happiness, here he comes out of the woodwork. So now she's yes, with Julian. Really yes, yes, yes. And then here he is. He does this like frantic 
proposal into the night. Like, I think that's how, like, season four ended, where he's yeah. like, well, you marry me. And she'd moved on because they had right. decided to go their separate ways. Right. So she stops at her track because he said, will you marry me? And, of course, she's still in love with him. And we know how it is as one that you're in love with him. And now these are the words she's been waiting to say. And so now he gave this proposal. That's how the season ended. When it picks up, she's they're living together. They appear to be happy. He hasn't given her a ring yet. Nope. So it's kind of like this informal proposal where now he's kind of got her living with him, being and look, wifey. And, and, and look, she did not want that life. She always said exactly. she wanted a ring before she got met, got yes. married and lived with somebody. Yes. So you mean to tell me you made this woman compromise herself, yes. compromise what she wanted for you to live together like that. And she, That's always, right. said, she always said, oh, no, no, I'm not going to, ain't no, ain't no milk in the cow for free. You know, she's just exactly. like that. Exactly. So, you know, for, her, for him oh. to like wear her down it's kind of like you dragged her down to your trashy level (laughs) so just uh, you know this is not how your parents raised you like rest in peace the great diane carroll was so disappointed only wanted the best for her only one i think as parents we can see that now that she just wanted the best for her daughter because right. she deserved the best, you know? Right. And so now at the beginning of the season, she's begging him for a ring, but you, 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 we were supposed to be married and engaged and he's playing around and, and pushing her off because he's kind of got her where he wanted now. Right, and, right. Um, yeah, so for Dwayne, a lot of it is about his pride and his ego and, you know, he's mm-hmm. she's demanding this ring and it's kind of that mm-hmm. uncomfortable position that we don't like to see ourselves in you know she accepted this impromptu proposal and now it's like he's not following through on his piece and so as aggressive as Dwayne claimed to be he was so regressive and and, and so patriarchal in yes. the way that he thought about what marriage relationship um and and partnership should look like you know right. he's basing it on what his parents have and not realizing at the time it was the 90s late 80s 90s what a late 80s, 90s couple should look like versus yes. what a couple back in the day should look like. Exactly. You know what I mean? They should be more modern and progressive than that. And that's how you know? Willie was. She was an independent woman. She did mm-hmm. want to work in an art gallery. She did mm-hmm. want to have her own career and just mm-hmm. be a strong, confident woman, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she was also a daddy's girl who knew the finer things in life. And that mm-hmm. she was very much accustomed to things. When her father had to cut her off and stuff, she was like, oh, no. Yeah, like, I remember that. That was so funny. What am I going to do? But right. you know what she did? She picked herself up. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, mm-hmm. well, let me get a job. Let me do what I got to do. Let me work at the pit. Let me do whatever, yeah. whatever it is yeah. I got to do to make things happen. So her and Dwayne are just kind of poor together, struggling together. And, and she's basically writing for him. She has become his ride or die chick. And he's mm-hmm. still ambivalent about what he wants to the mm-hmm. point that when they are about to have an engagement party, he is entertaining the company of another woman. Remember, yes. it's her name, Debbie Morgan, the gorgeous older woman at that time with the, to dimples. Him, mm-hmm. with the dimples, you know, yep. Tasha's mother on um, Power and um, yep. from the soap opera, whatever generations. But anyway... All my children. Okay. And so I think, did they share a kiss? It was something that happened that was wrong. And he knew it was wrong. And um, I don't remember how Whitley found out. Maybe she told him. I mean, maybe he told her because he felt guilty or, or maybe he overheard. But this leads again to them 
going their separate ways because she did the right thing after mm -hmm. he told her that. And she broke up with him because she realized you're not ready. You're not ready for what I'm ready for. Mm -hmm. So right now, let's go our separate ways. Okay. Yep. And yep. they did. And, and then enters the man with whom, you know, all the controversy, Byron. Mm -hmm. Byron. He was going to be a senator. So she started helping him with his campaign. And Whitley was in her element. Yes, we saw girl, her yes. yes. Do you remember yes. the scenes when she was in the She just was just a power. They were a powerful couple together. Yes. Just so dynamic. They were yes. equally yoked in every way. He was handsome. He was dignified. He was older and established. You mm -hmm. know, he had come also from a good home. And he and didn't he want he nothing wanted. from Whitley except right. Whitley to be Whitley. That's, that's it. All. That's, that's it. That's and he wasn't he looking for a pretty face or a Barbie on his arm. He loved how she kind of would help him, help elevate him. And they just were just so well matched. It yes. was it was just a wonderful union. And yes. and Dwayne was struggling because I think he ended up working in the campaign office with them. Mm -hmm. He was so jealous. And it was just so hard for him to see Whitley be genuinely happy because Whitley was happy. Byron mm -hmm. treated her well. The, her family liked Byron. Yes. And she was able to kind of reach her full potential with, mm -hmm. with Byron, wearing her gorgeous yep. little fitted, tailored suits, being beautiful, glamorous, yes. smart, yes. respected. And yes. here's Dwayne sulking in the background. He was, I think, a <laughs> professor at that point. Do you remember he'd come in with that yes. saddle bag over his arm? Yes. And just had, you know, just sulking and jealous of Byron. And meanwhile, mm -hmm. Byron and, and Whitley continued to flourish. And, mm -hmm. and, and it led to Byron proposing to her. Yes, yes, yes. And she was like, I think she was she was happy and yeah. over the moon. And I think at, at part of her was like, yeah, I still love Dwayne. But, you know, this yeah. is this is the life that I was preparing. I've been preparing myself for. Since That's I was, like, right. That's right. You know I mean? That's right. That's so, right. You know, she, you know, she's always and he had he checked every box. Yes. Whether whether they had the chemistry, you know, they may not have had the chemistry and the banter that. But that boy chemistry had. is always so good. Uh, that it's toxic, right. it's, it's so always true. bomb. It's yeah, always it's bomb. So true. But, but, <laughs> I mean, but you, don't realize, but you don't realize you can that stuff can grow. That's right. right. You know what I mean, that stuff can grow because a marriage is so much more than that. As you grow really and is. get older, yes, it really is. So you know. Our, we were we over here are team Byron. We think Byron yeah. got shafted. It was not he did because cool. I don't think Dwayne expected that it would come to an engagement. I think he because they'd been on and off for so long mm -hmm. where he would beg and cry and and act out, and she would come running back to him. And mm -hmm. I think he did not expect that things would get this serious. And right. he was angry and stewing, and now he's getting in her head again. And mm -hmm. then the night before her wedding comes to her house getting in her head with yes. crying and I love you and I knew you'd make a beautiful bride just you know I never knew it would be with someone else just all the things just very manipulative like I feel like very. watching it as a young girl it just seemed so romantic and so sweet and oh my god this man really loves her he's willing to fight for her he's humbling himself he's not ashamed he's on his knees crying coming to her and when I look at it now it's just so manipulative and just gross. Do you know it what I mean? Gross. It is gross. Like, how, is like, how dare gross. you? How dare you? You, you This woman has an opportunity to be happy. And mm -hmm. here you are with mm -hmm. your antics. It's disgusting. Mm -hmm. it's, and, and, and then you're going to, and all this money and this wedding, 
and you're gonna run up in this wedding. It was literally the wedding of the freaking <sighs> year. Yes. Like, it was. She was like in and the Byron up there with all his political. Like wasn't she like in the New York Times or something? Like, yes, because you know, because Byron it. was a, a socialite, and so right. you know what I mean. He right. was her wedding was it. <sighs> mm. Diane Carroll's face when when he came when uh, Dwayne came. Oh my God, she was you so. Anthony, say something. <laughs> yes. but just you know the way he he came into that thing and disrupted it and running down the aisle. And now she's just confused because she does still love him, obviously, right. you know. Oh, and right. then he's crying, and then you feel bad. So she just leaves Byron right there. And oh. and then, yeah, yeah, just completely. You know how people made jokes when Scandal started about how he has never been the same. Joe Morton's right. never been the same right. since right. Willie right. left with the article. But um, it's just it was wrong on so many levels. I think that what I saw as romantic at that young age, I see it as very childish. I think it's very inappropriate. People spend hundreds of thousands, tens of thousand dollars on a wedding. You had plenty of time leading up to that wedding if you thought you had made a mistake. And I, and I don't mean the night before, the way he came to her house the night before and got in her head. I mean, in the weeks and months leading up to it, you could have said something, you could have done this. For you to crash the wedding, like, how dare you do that? Security should have snatched him out. But I mean, I definitely, it, it always brought tears to my eyes. I thought it was so romantic and special. And it's only today when I realized just how selfish it was. Um, it was, so it was. She was mm. nothing but a conquest to him. She was mm -hmm. the prize. He, she got away and that really bothered his ego. And it's not mm -hmm. to say that he didn't love her too, but it was a childish, immature love. I felt I that agree. Byron had a mature, grown-up love you know, mm -hmm. he was like that he was able planning to for her. the future yes. and just like yes. really about okay, so when we're in DC and maybe we can do this. Yes, and, yes. Blah, blah. and it's not like and like he still is and, and and if I recall and y'all can correct me out there, I don't ever remember him saying I want you to stop working, right? Stop doing what you are doing. I just and don't. and didn't Dwayne always have that idea? Because remember, his mother was Patty Labelle, and she was like a right. homemaker, right. and that's what he wanted. He wanted Whitley to basically be barefoot and pregnant and stuff, be and learning mama. to be a housewife. Yeah, yeah, be his mama. And Byron wanted Whitley by his side, campaigning with him, a first mm -hmm. lady, mm -hmm. you know, in her mm -hmm. fullest capacity and element. Oh, yep. yeah. We, we, again, we, uh, uh, the disgust in our voices. We just, we I mean, and, and we are open to hearing other perspectives, you we know. We are open, we are open. Uh, but but um, then again, just, we, are, we are 40 something year old women yeah, who have yeah. had a lifetime of experience and, you know, uh, you know, two, three, three marriages between us. So, yes, you know, yes, yes. We know, we know, we have lived a life, you know what yes, I mean? Yeah. So, yes. you know, it, it, you know, we know what, what, were good for a marriage was good for a partnership yes. and what isn't you know and when a man loves you as the woman that you are versus when he wants to possess you mm -hmm. and win you because he doesn't mm -hmm. want his opponent to have you you know right. when it's about right. ego versus really what's in your heart healthy right. love you know right. love is beautiful when it's when it's a healthy love Right. When it's when there's that mutual respect and, and you're gonna let her be who she wants to be and he can be who he wants to be. Not when someone's settling and 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 marry and not when someone's just looking for a trophy wife and wants to win and it's all a conquest. Yep. Oh, yep. 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 
So yeah, we we we, we kind of went in on Dwayne and, and Whitley a little but, bit. But a little bit. Should we talk about a few of the other? Just a, a touch, a touch on maybe one or two on the other show sure. that we think is sure. a little toxic as well. Um, we talked about let's say let's see the Colonel and Jaleesa. Oh gosh, that was another <laughs> one, and that relationship took a turn. I don't know yes. if you guys remember, but Jaleesa was always kind of she was that older student, right? She lived in the very dorms, independent. very independent, strong. She was kind of a mentor to them because they came yes. as freshmen. She'd been there. I think she eventually became an RA, and she was just like that strong big sister kind of auntie that we all love. Like who didn't love mm-hmm. Jaleesa? Mm-hmm. And and then she was with Simbad. And I don't remember the details of that relationship, but I felt like it was kind of cute, you know. I think he broke up because he ended up getting a job in the league. He left the show or something, right? And they had to they wrote it off that he got a job in the league or something like that. It was something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But they they felt equally yoked. But she ended up being with the colonel, who was like the hard teacher who was like (laughs) the tough guy who, you know, the students kind of feared him, but respected him. And mm-hmm. that Jaleesa changed a little bit when she got with the Colonel, he was mm-hmm. older. It wasn't that, you know, he had his little corny son, Clarence, that was fine too, but yeah. it wasn't until they were fine together, but it wasn't until Jaleesa became pregnant. I don't know if you recall, but her character suddenly became just very airheaded and ditzy and just yeah. silly and just flighty. And it was really mm. a turnoff because she was a very strong, independent woman. And suddenly mm. she was just like this ditzy airhead who was just mm. like, I guess pregnancy brain times 10. But right, it was right. it, it was a weird choice for the, it was a weird direction, I think, for the writers to take. And it just made it seem like when a woman gets married and gets pregnant, she like loses her identity and she can't be that strong, independent woman anymore like Jaleesa just kind of got silly and ditzy if she'd always been that kind of character remember Maggie and even Freddie to a degree but she was nothing like them even her voice became like very high-pitched and silly I don't know Um, it it just was a weird thing yeah and and then like I, I remember her like having like being having a career and working and all this stuff Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then all of a sudden she just there was like no job, no nothing. She was just at home. Right. Yeah. Like, what, what is going on with that? Yeah. Like, you know, what yeah. is going on with that? That was that was weird. That and was I don't remember scary. the colonel. I don't know that I can't say he was necessarily a controlling man because I really don't remember much of his. I just remember him having to often calm her down because she had become like it had become what's that show, Lucy? It's, you know, I yeah, love like Lucy. Hysterical, yeah. Right. She was like this histrionic woman, and he was like the strong man, always consoling her, and it just it had it took on a weird I dynamic. The pairing of the two of them was very odd. Anyway, it was um, odd. He was so much older than her, and it just didn't yeah. make any sense. I was like, at all. He's like, what do y'all have in common? In common, you know, exactly. You might as well have put her with Mr. Gaines. Like, I don't understand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, exactly. But to go from someone who was like really down to earth and easygoing, like a Sinbad, they could have yeah. even brought another character in for Julissa. Mm-hmm. The colonel was just a bad match. It I was agree. a bad match a bad in, match. in many ways. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And who else this show who was who we thought was not a not a good match. I um, Shaza and, and Freddie initially were very cute because they both were very, you know, for the people. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. 
exactly. when she wanted to, when she wanted to uh, become more ambitious in her law career. Because um, I think she wanted, right, right, she was going to be a lawyer. Yeah, a judge. And so she right. you know, wanted to work things out from the inside out is what she wanted to do. Yes. And when she was yeah. saying stuff like that, he was like, you sell out and yes, and and you know, and they Making had to break up. Bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. demeaning her for kind of the woman that she was evolving into. Yeah, there's a time yeah. to be on the ground fighting with the people, grassroots, and there's a time to put on a suit and put your hair in a bun. You can keep your curls, but put them curls in a bun. Go to the <laughs> boardroom and fight the good fight yeah, behind yeah. A, a, a conference table. But yeah. he just was stuck in kind of where he wanted to be and kind of mm-hmm. tried to stifle her. But she didn't he, allow herself to be stifled. His character did not grow at all in the show. Correct. That's grow, right. He just stayed the same kind of. Yeah. And you know, as 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 a person, and as you know, as somebody who went to HBC too, there are people on campus that are just like that. Yeah. Who are just like stuck in this whole, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. that I just can't. I can't get it. Yes, you know, yes. I knew quite a few like, of those guys. Yes. And they're always like a Very super sexist senior. and yes, yes. yes. A senior that like has never graduated. And, yes. Oh yeah. God, it's just too much. It is. It is. Much. But yeah, they were pretty toxic too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny because too. when we were watching these shows as younger women and or really as younger girls, which is what we were, yeah, we, 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 we looked at it through a different lens. And I, I don't know if it was the times and if women in their 30s and 40s were looking at it through a mature lens or if that was just kind of how we were shaped at that time to think yeah, that Dwayne and Whitley's toxic storyline was anything more than just a bad male ego damaging a woman and making her settle. I think probably all women loved Dwayne and Whitley. And today now... Yeah, mm -hmm. and to be quite honest, I think, and I'm going to just say this, a lot of people back then was probably like, yeah, Whitney Whitney probably needs to be knocked down a peg or two. Yes, yes. How dare she with her furs and expecting this and that. Yeah, a black woman acts like this. She needs to be knocked down a peg or two, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, you know... I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I yes. feel like I feel like they were just kind of playing into what a lot of folks, you know, were expecting to happen yeah. with the storyline anyway. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I think today there's probably a lot of women though who would argue that, you know, that was true love and mm-hmm. you know, they she she fought for his woman and he got her and you know, mm-hmm. they were happy because, you know, they went on and they had a marriage and Whitley became very grassroots and she was in the streets mm-hmm. with Rodney King and all that. And mm-hmm. she never did kind of get to become what she had envisioned for herself. But one might argue that she found her happiness anyway. Um, yeah. At what cost, though, you know, to kind at of her what dreams cost? and what she wanted? You know, we never got a follow up. There's no reunion. We don't know if Whitley right. you know, ends up becoming some super super art buyer in Japan or something right. like that. You know, we, don't right. know, we don't know what happens. You know, we can only speculate. But, and that's what she know. really wanted. Yeah. I personally think Whitney would end up divorcing Wayne, Dwayne anyway. And yeah, if they continued it. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what? I think that... um would have been some exec, and then she would have like probably taken his money. Dwayne maybe made for like a good first husband, if I'm being honest, like a good yeah. starter husband, just yeah. like he was a good, he was cute for a little boyfriend. And then you marry the real, the real prize. Perhaps yep. she's young. We, <laughs> we have our first marriages when we're young and if yep. it doesn't work out, we're mature, we're women and we really know what we need for us. And mm-hmm. Byron, if he was still around, 
would make for a very good second husband. So that's how I like to imagine because we all had our first husband and they have their whatever flaws they have. And then you meet that next guy. You know what I mean? And I like to think like you that perhaps she would have ultimately ended up with Byron. Because Dwayne would have gone on and showed his ass a few more times. You thought it was okay to kiss a woman the night of your engagement party? Mm-hmm. That's in your heart and your that's in your soul. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, that's that's what I like to think had it continued. But it didn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was our, uh, our take on... Um, toxic TV couples. Yes, um, yes. Goals are not. I guess we. I guess we're gonna say Dwayne and um, Whitley were not goals. Um, Correct. They were not <laughs> they goals. Were not don't goals. be a Whitley, ladies. Do don't not be a Whitley. Whitley. You don't have to marry Dwayne. Yes, yes. Marry, and it's okay. Hell, marry Julian. Yes. Right. <laughs> right. Julian or Byron. They both would have been good. Yeah. Oh, hell, Anyone but Dwayne. Julian, but anybody, anybody but Dwayne. You don't need a Dwayne in your life. That's right. That's right. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I I think I'm going to enjoy this segment. I hope you guys do too. You're going to enjoy this series. If y'all have any recommendations for couples you'd like us to break down or who you think are toxic when we look back at it, feel free to leave those in the Facebook group and we'll we'll get to those. Or leave them on our Instagram because I'm going to post this on our Instagram for what we're going to be talking about this week. So, you know, leave it on our Instagram and, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll kind of peruse it. And especially if we're, in, if we're familiar with the show, we'll be, we'll, we'll look at it and see if, you know, uh-huh. so just try to think black and other kind of um, BIPOC couples uh-huh. who are, in, you know, on television, you know, if they, if they're, if they're good couples or not. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. so we'll talk about them. Awesome. All right, we'll take a break and we'll come back with this week's watching romance and reading romance recommendations. Thank you. We are back. Um, we're talking about uh, watching romance. Um, this segment. Um, did you watch anything good over the um, MLK break? Honestly, no, not mm. really. I mm. watch an Ozark, totally unrelated to this. <laughs> but- <laughs> Ozark is my joint. No, I, I'm not gonna lie. Ozark is my joint. I love Ozark. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah it was, got me into it. My boyfriend, so and I'm watching it and stuff. So I love yeah, Ozark. I, mean, mm-hmm. I love it's I love cute. Anything about drugs? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love drugs, a good drug. Watch love, love a good drug show. <laughs> Definitely. Ozark, Snowfall. I'm gonna watch it. But anyway, um, I watched One Night in Miami. Um, with that was with Regina King. It's not a romance, you guys, but it is about brotherhood and friendship and sort of the friendship between Jim Brown, Sam Cooke, Muhammad Ali, and Malcolm X. So mm-hmm. um, it was Regina King's directorial feature film debut. Um, and it was on through Amazon and it was excellent. It was it was really good. Um the guy that played Malcolm X was really good. Um and also shout out to the casting they casted a woman who looked like Betty Shabazz dark skin heavy set woman mm-hmm. um so shout out to them for that it was the same woman that actually for my friends who watch lovecraft country the same woman who uh played um the grandmother that was going through the fire um carrying the book of of the book of names so mm-hmm. anyway um it was really good i was really touched by it. It, was, it was a perfect movie to watch as part of mlk weekend um since i wasn't able to go out and do service the way i wanted to 
um, mm-hmm. it was a good way to um, kind of commemorate that weekend and talk about, you know, some of our, you know, civil rights heroes and folks who were doing, uh, mm-hmm. you know, amazing things during that time. But it was really, really good. Um, mm-hmm. really, really good. And then Hallmark has a movie coming out this week uh, with our good boy Brooks Darnell. Remember Brooks Darnell from the Christmas movies? Brooks Darnell. Let me Google his name real quick because it sounds so familiar. He's in this. Okay, Brooks. Yeah, Brooks Darnell. In that movie. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. He was a little weird looking to me in the movie, but he's very handsome in these pictures. Yes, very nice. So he's going to be in a movie called uh, Winter Getaway. Um, He's again. It's it's kind of an interracial romance. He's doing a lot of these. Yeah. Um, so um, I'm looking forward to that this weekend. And I, when we have our podcast, I'll talk about it. Um, He's been in a few things. He was in yes. a Christmas miracle with Tamira, and he mm-hmm. was in Let's Meet Again at Christmas Eve with yes, recently with Kyla Pratt. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. which is really good. They had good chemistry. So good. Yes, they did. They had really good chemistry, and so, he didn't really have that good a chemistry with Tamira. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes it doesn't click. Yeah, I don't know. With Kyla, was better. I don't know if it's because it's Tamara's own. Anyway, let me be quiet. I was about to say, uh, <laughs> she's not the most, yeah. yeah exactly. Quiet, but, anyway, um, but Brooks Darnell is going to be in Winter Getaway on Hallmark on the 23rd. So that's going to be something um, okay. to look forward to. And then I'm so, so excited. But we have to mark our calendars. I'm saying it early because I want you guys to mark your calendars for February 28th on TV1. Don't waste your pretty uh, movie uh, with uh, that's based on the book uh, by a journalist, kind of self help guru. People call her the Black Carrie Bradshaw, um, Demetria Lucas. Um, yes, you guys might remember her from Blood, Sweat, and um, Tears. Um, yeah, remember yeah. they had their show yeah, on, like, yeah. I think it was two seasons, yeah, yeah with the late that. Daisy Llewellyn and yes, and yes. uh, what's the the forgot the former video vixen but yeah, yeah it was yeah, such a cute yeah. little cute, cute little show and I yeah forgot the guy that's in it is so uh, i can't think of his name he's so goddamn attractive he's when i when I, I i full disclosure when i was writing my my novel that's out on query i actually used his picture as the basis of the character in my novel um as I was writing the novel. So uh-huh. he's he's that doggone good looking. I can't think of his name for nothing in the world. But he was in a Chris another Christmas movie um that was on TV one as well. Uh-huh. But he's so good looking. God, why can't you think of the guy's name? But anyway, it'll come to me like in the middle of the night <laughs> when nobody's when right. Nobody's <laughs> <laughs> um but really excited um uh, for um that's wonderful. That, I think yeah. that what she's doing, what Issa Rae is doing, there's so many creators today who are mm-hmm. really using their platform and leveraging it and getting to the small screen. And I just think mm-hmm. that's so phenomenal. It just really shows anything is possible. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I just she's you know, she's just she's a girl like you and I who just has had dreams and she's a great writer and journalist and has always mm-hmm. given her advice. Mm-hmm. I remember when she went through her divorce and yeah, kind of felt conflicted so about it. Yeah, because you know, you're supposed to be like a self-help love advice person and you're divorcing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fine because that's showing that you do know and love yourself that you realize right. the situation is unhealthy and when to walk away. So mm-hmm. I really respect mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. I do too. I do too. And she gives such great advice. And she has yeah. a, great, a great podcast. It's called and Ratchet she's and a curvy girl who always oh, wears yeah. dresses. And her style is so bomb. When I used to do the reality TV fashion blog, 
Um, and when blood, sweat, and te- is blood, sweat, and tears or heels? I don't remember what it was. Blood, sweat, and heels. Yeah. Every week it used to air. I used to um, blog her outfits because my readers loved her outfits, and yeah, she, she looks great. good in them. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she she's a phenomenal girl. I'm really looking forward to that movie. We all have to support that. Yes, he looks. It's great. Great. It looks like it's going to be really cute. Something great. Post kind of both post Valentine's Day. Yes. So you, mm-hmm. you and your girls can watch it together. So it looks like it's going to be really really cute. Yeah, um, but um, I didn't really watch anything else. But <laughs> <laughs> I might go back and watch Bridgerton again. But that's oh gosh, me. I could binge watch that again too. Mm-hmm. Help tide me over to the next season, honey. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but in reading romance, I have a couple things that I'm reading this week. Um, I'm reading The Princess Trap by Talia Hibbert. It's mm-hmm. an old one by her, but um, I wanted to read it. Um, kind of catching up on her kind of back catalog of books before her new mm-hmm. one comes out in March. Um, so and to give you a sum- summation of the plot, Cherry Nita, who is a plus-size black woman, is 30, flirty, and done with men. That's why she can tell they're overrated, overpaid, and underperforming in every area of life. <laughs> but as mm-hmm. a girl has needs, the smoking hot stranger she just met at the office seems like a perfect one-night stand. Prince Ruben of Helgamore is reckless, dominant, and famously filthy. The outcast royal mm. is building his reputation, all for a good cause, but he can't resist a pretty face. And bossy whirlwind cherry's got the face, the body, and the attitude to make Ruben's convictions crumble. Even better, when she pro- propositions him, she has no idea who he really is. But when paparazzi catch the pair, paparazzi catch the pair um, kissing in the alleyway, Ruben's anonymity disappears faster than Cherry's knickers. She's British, mm-hmm. by the way. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, now the press is in an uproar and the palace is outraged and Ruben's reputation is back in the gutter. There's only one way to turn the disaster around and it involves Cherry some big fat lies and a flashy diamond ring on her left hand. Unfortunately, Cherry isn't pleased with Ruben's fake engagement scheme and neither is the king. This book has everything I love. It has fake engagement. It sounds so cute engagement it has royalty it has a lot of hot sex it has mm-hmm. uh you know guys who are kind of rakes as they say used to say back in the day rake, <laughs> rake. a rake um so you know he's he's that type of guy so um talia hilber writes interracial romances um so mm-hmm. this interracial romance a prince of ruben of Helgamore. Um, so that's that's a good one. Also, um, shout out to my uh friend in my head, Lucy Eden, um, whose novellas are out collectively together. So, um, she has okay. two novella, novellas that are out. One is called Blind Date with a Book Boyfriend, which I've read and it's so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's about Shelly, a, dis- a disgraced Instagram influencer. Um, Oh, that's not that one. It's called Bear With Me. It's about Shelly, an a disgraced Instagram influencer who uses a mountain retreat in an attempt to rehab her image with the help of Tanner, a grumpy lumberjack who is more than he appears to be. Um, and then the second book, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> the second book uh-huh. is called a Date with a Book Boyfriend. And it's about Jordan, who's a pro- computer programmer from New York. Who comes to Culver City, California to interview somebody, and Mike, who's a cute, funny guy that she meets in a bookstore. 
And then the last one was called Resolutions. Um, and so it's just kind of a feel-good story. So you'll like all three of those novellas. They're really good. Um, yeah. Lucy Eden's a really good writer. She's funny. <coughs> and they're really quick reads. You can read them all in like one sitting. <coughs> Excuse me, because they're novellas. So um, you don't mm-hmm, have to worry mm-hmm. about trying to like cram it off in, in like right. several days. But they're, they're, they're three separate stories, so really really good and last but not least um i got an arc um of low country bride by prislasia williams she's an afro-filipino writer um and so it's about maya jackson has worked for laura whitcomb inc a renowned new york city bridal gown brand for years and dreams of becoming Mm. head designer she has a talent she just needs a chance to showcase her unique style Due to an illness, it's always prioritized her career over her personal life until Maya's father fractures his hip and she has to return to Charleston, South Carolina. While home for a few months, she's thrilled to find an opportunity with a local gown boutique, but she never expects Sparks to fly with his owner, who's a military vet and widowed father named Derek Sullivan. Um, he owns Always a Bride, and so she's there to kind of like um, save the business and he also wants to reconnect with his estranged 12 year old daughter who ain't mm. where he you know, she's still kind of reeling for the loss of the mom mm-hmm. and so then um Maya and the little girl kind of form a relationship um and then you know Derek begins to fall for Maya and so it's a really beautiful um story and I have to give it to um, Presleja it's a really really good story so mm-hmm. those are my recommendations um they don't really fit with our theme. I usually try to find something that fits with the theme, but it doesn't matter, really. <laughs> but, yeah, that's um, okay. The Princess Trap has has wedding. It, it, there's a couple weddings in here, so we can talk about that. But um, those are <laughs> our really, really good books, and I hope you all um, enjoy them. Especially, Tal- like I said, I've always talked about Talia Hibbert. She's one of like, yes. my idols that I'm, I look up to writing. Mm-hmm. And so, you guys, her books are so steamy and so hot that you probably will need to take a shower afterward. So mercy, <laughs> keep that in mind. Yeah, so, um, Lucy, Lucy's heat level is up there too, but um, but Perslasia has a very kind of sweet book, so it's not as it, it's high, it has some steam, but it's not as steamy. Uh-huh. So, but it's good. Yeah. So those are my recommendations. Awesome. Yeah, Sounds yeah. really good. Yes, mm-hmm. who knows? One day, maybe I'll be recommending my book. But cross yes. our fingers from your cross lips our, to God's ears, from girl. Lips to God's ears. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, those are my recommendations for reading romance. And um, I guess next week we'll be back with another toxic TV couple. Yes, indeed. Talk about, um, and this is going to be a super fun series. So we hope you all uh, tune in for that uh, wherever yes. you. Yes your podcast and follow us on Instagram and Twitter and mm-hmm. on our Facebook page which is in the same name Facebook group which is Romance in and Color and you so yes well have we a fantastic week guys and yes. again when we when we meet again we will have a new president and vice president and yes, here is wishing will. and praying for a safe transition of power and you guys have a safe week if you do live in the DMV area, stay your behind inside the house and be safe. (laughs)
of course yes. it'll be they'll be hearing this after so hopefully you stayed inside the house and kept yourself yes. safe yes 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 we want you to be able to hear us on friday absolutely <laughs> exactly yes. so talk mm-hmm. to you guys later bye guys see bye. you next time Thank you.